We'll start with, uh, with Jim McBride, followed by Mike Reese. Right, good morning, Gerard. Good morning, Jim. How you doing? Well, how are you? Good. Uh, so a lot of you guys talked after the game about how stopping the run was a big priority in Cleveland or the number one priority. And I'm just wondering what the vibe is like on the sideline for you and, and Steve and the other defensive coaches when you see the plan that you've come up with working in, in real time. Uh, it always feels good. And I, I would also say, you know, uh, Coach Belichick always says that players win games and, and coaches lose games. So we, we know we have good players on this team and we just got to put them in the right positions to make plays. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, John. Next question, Mike Reese, followed by Nick O'Malley. Gerard, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? Really good. Really good. Like the glasses. Uh, um, Anthony Jennings uh, gets some extended playing time in this last game. Um, obviously, every team that you face does different things. Um, it's pretty – I actually let me curious what you saw from him, just point blank. Yeah, I would tell you, hey, Anthony had a heck of a game. Uh, went out there and did everything we asked him to do. Uh, obviously had this, had an increased role with some of the guys that didn't play in the game, uh, but really did a nice job. Anthony's a smart guy who, you know, we covet uh, versatility around here. He's one of those guys that can do multiple things, whether it's rush off the edge, you know, stop the run, uh, communicate to the defensive front. He's just a all around, you know, well-rounded player that, that we're happy to have. And, um, and not to keep looking back, but I, I was just so interested in, the package you guys opened with against their three tight end grouping with the, the one corner, the, you know, I, I call it four down linemen and sort of three linebackers, if you will. Um, you've been in this defense as a player and a coach. When you, with that, what does that say about what you guys do when you, you know, just like you thought that was the best way to match up with that. Um, so what does that say about your guys approach, I guess? Yeah, you know, you've been around here for a long time, Mike. You know, we always talk about being a game plan defense and uh, they did the same thing to us last year. So we we kind of expected uh, for them to come out in these three tight end uh, packages. Um, and that was what we thought was the best way to approach it. I would also say the guys have done an excellent job on the sidelines, you know, as far as adjustments are concerned. And, you know, even some things that we didn't talk about during the week. You know, versus that package, you know, we kind of put some things in on the sideline. Those guys went out there and executed it. So we have a bunch of guys on this team who, who love football, who understand football concepts uh, instead of just their individual position or individual responsibility. And, and that's a valuable piece to what we were able to do last week. Did they go empty on that last year, too? Yeah, they, they had some empty 13 personnel uh, last year as well. So really no big surprise there. Next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Chris Ryan. Hey, Gerard. Um, going back to Anthony, um, also uh, Mac and uh, Wilson and um, uh, even Dante before uh, we left the team, lo very strong Alabama presence in the uh, the locker room in New England as of late. So how did it feel to see uh, Tennessee uh, knock them off? And uh, were you playing Rocky Top in the <laughs> locker room? Uh, it felt good. It felt good. And, you know, the Vols. They're doing a good job. You know, uh, I think Hypo is doing a good job, you know, bringing the spirit of Tennessee back. Um, it was just a huge win. It's been it's been a long time since Tennessee has beaten Alabama. I think I was still in school uh, when the last time they actually did beat Alabama. So it's exciting to see uh, as of all. And what have you seen from uh, Jamie Collins since he's returned to the team? Yeah, Jamie's he's come in and uh, he's working hard. You know, he's working hard in the weight room. He's working hard on the practice field. We all know that Jamie's a smart guy who understands uh, this defense and the way we want to play. Uh, so 
you know, it just takes it one day at a time, and I can appreciate that. Thanks, Gerard. Thanks, Nick. Nick, you get bonus points for uh, the, the creativity of asking the Vols question. Well done. <laughs> uh, next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Gerard, how are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Good. Um, you know, Kyle was talking yesterday about his interception and mentioned the Dietrich Wise, the job he did in flushing out uh, Jacoby on that play. And it seems that Wise has been getting the quarterback a lot, obviously, this year. What has that meant? And um, you know, having him and Judon, what's the dynamic of how those two kind of play off of each other? Yeah, they both uh, bring a very unique uh, set of skills. You know, you look at Judon, a, a very athletic, you know, can bend the corner very well. Then you look at a guy like Wise. And if you were just to look at Wise, just his body, you would just be like, you know, there's no way this guy can can rush the passer. But when you talk about a guy who works at his craft each and every day, uh, doesn't take a period off, even on those special teams periods where, you know, some of the linemen are just chilling around like Wise is getting one-on-one drills and, you know, really sharpening the sword every opportunity that he gets. And I'm just, I'm proud to see, you know, the things that he's done so far and look forward to seeing that continue uh, as we go forward. But definitely a leader on this team. And, you know, he's already surpassed his, uh, you know, I think he, he matched his last year's sack total. And uh, hopefully that continues to go. I had a question about the secondary as well, where it seems that a lot of guys will have success in New England and perhaps not have the same type of success when they go other places. Meanwhile, you'll bring in undrafted guys or guys who are overlooked in the draft and they have a lot of success. Why do you think that is? Uh, what about the system or about the coaching staff allows for certain guys to have success here and maybe they go somewhere else and they don't experience the same success? This must be a JC reference. <laughs> I went around it without mentioning it, but you went no, you, right. it out. What I what I will say is, you know, one thing, even when I was uh, coming out of college that was different about this place, uh, before I even met the coaches, was just the parking lot. And when I, I when I say that, you know, I went to the parking lot of other teams and you know, you see the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis and and all that stuff. And then you come to Foxborough and you see the work trucks, you see the the family vans. So there's really not much to do here but play football. And so when guys come here, uh, it's kind of, you know, fully merging into the system, fully merging into football. Uh, and you really, you really gain a passion for playing football. And I would also say then, you know, to work your way to the coaches, it starts obviously with Bill, you know, his expectations are oftentimes, you know, higher than your own expectations as a player. And that's not only on game day, but also on a down, a day after day basis, a down after down basis in practice. And then obviously in the game. And then I would say that trickles down to the position coaches, you know, reiterating the vision or the North Star that coach has already set uh, for the team. So I'm not sure what other teams do because this is the only place that I've been in, in, in the pros. So I can only speak uh, for what we do. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yep, thank you. And last two questions, Evan Lazar and Karen Grigge. Hey, Gerard, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Evan? I'm doing well. I wanted to ask you about Mac Wilson. I, I was talking about it uh, to him in the locker room last week, and you just said that rushing on the line of scrimmage wasn't something that he has done a ton in the NFL, maybe some at Alabama. What was it that you guys saw in practice uh, that allowed him to kind of carve out that role as like an interior rusher on the line? Yeah, you know, uh, the thing about Mac, uh, he's a great athlete, first and foremost. He has tremendous speed, tremendous uh, explosion, change of direction and things like that. You know, as the weeks go on, you know, oftentimes people think like development stops, you know, when training camp is over. But that's not the approach we take here in New England. 
uh, development continues to go on and on and on. And we always want to play our best football as the season uh, progresses, uh, you know, specifically to Mac. He's done a great job as far as, um, you know, taking the one-on-ones in practice, you know, whether it's versus the backs off the ball or on the ball versus tackles. And has definitely shown some things in practice. And uh, it was good to see it carry over to the game. Got it. Thank you. Thanks, Evan. Final question, Karen Grigge. Hey, Gerard, how are you? Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, obviously, we don't know uh, Christian Barmore's status, you know, hopefully, uh, things will turn out okay for him. But I'm just wondering in terms of his impact, uh, both uh, against the pass and particularly against the run, how much him taking up double teams has helped your linebackers? Yeah, it's always good. Um, it's always good when you have a big body in there with the type of explosion and athleticism that Barmore possesses. Uh, anytime we we can allow our backers to kind of flow uh, to the ball, we feel like we're in a pretty good place. And we always say if those guys get singled up up front, then they have to make the play. Uh, Barmore is one of those guys that really does get singled up. But it's not just Barmore, honestly. When you look at that defensive line, you look at Lawrence Guy, you look at, you know, DG, you look at all those, you look at Wise, you look at Judon, all those guys have done a great job uh, as far as, uh, you know, obviously we've had some, Sometimes where the running game wasn't what we wanted it to be. But as we continue to progress, those guys are doing a good job as far as awareness, knowing what to expect, run and pass and plan to it. But uh, look forward to, to getting Walmart back out there. Thank you, Jared. Thanks, Karen. Thank you very much.